Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Hey, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Great Lakes Gauntlet that I just went to yesterday, and I will be answering some of your questions that you guys submitted for me on Instagram. So um, I haven't actually looked at all the questions yet. I've I've done a screen capture of them, but um, that's it. So we're going to be kind of doing a cold call, like you were calling in and asking, and I didn't know what your question was. And that's what we're going to do. So, uh, but yeah, I went to the Great Lakes Gauntlet at Walter RC Park yesterday. My first time to either place, the event or the place. Um, that was weird. I already said place. But yeah, I had not been to Walter RC Park yet. And so I've been looking to get there because I've been kind of stalking everything RC related in Michigan for about four to five months as we kind of started thinking about moving, um, you know, everything we've been working from home and different things. And we're like, man, you know, we love to get back where family is. And we've been trying to kind of find a way to get back here now for a little while. And then something presented itself and kind of that's where things went. Um, and once they did, we we're like, yes, we want to do that. Uh, but anyway, so um, fast forward to being here, being at the event, Driving in to Walter RC Park, so funny story, um, I actually looked at a house that was probably less than a mile from Walter RC Park, kind of kicking myself at the moment for not buying that place, which also had 40 acres and would have been amazing, whatever, uh, but it would have been right next to an amazing, amazing hobbyist dream of a place. That is Walter R.C. Park. So, all right, uh, let's we'll, we'll kind of go through my experience in driving in, okay? So we're getting off the freeway, and we're getting there, and I'm realizing I've been here. I know where I'm going. There was a house I just looked at a couple months ago on this road because there's like this Michigan State um, farming thing, something to do with the school that's out there, and I recognize that, the road, whatever, Um so we get there, I pull in, and as I'm driving in, I'm following a car, and there's also a car behind me. I have no idea where I'm going, so I'm just kind of following the car in front of me. Well, we go in, and there's like an RC track, um, like an oval track, and then next to that is a off-road track, and then next to that is like a, uh off-road crawler course that's kind of like rocks, and it's like built in like a pattern. Um, but all man-made kind of stuff looks pretty cool. And then there's like buildings out there in one building way back. There's kind of bigger. And then that's where they have like a flying field. So basically I just came from horizon RC fest happens one time a year and it has a crawler course man-made. It had an off-road course. It had a figure eight course, you know, swap that for the oval. But basically, we're looking at the same thing as Horizon RC Fest, 
but they have it that is available to use year round. So I talked to um, the owner of it, uh, Dave and Jeff, um, his brother, and they've got uh, one of them has a son as well. Apparently that that works. I don't know all the details yet, but um. So anyway, I'm talking to them, and it's like five bucks for a day. So if you come in, you you sign up on the sheet saying you're running, and you give a five dollar donation. So there's like a spot where you do it at the off-road area or over the plane area. Um, but they've also got like food and things that you can go in and pay to to eat while you're there. Uh, refrigerators stocked with like subs and burgers and stuff, and there's grills. And I mean, it's insane. So all of that, wipe that all the way. I'm seeing this and all these cars, they're kind of going further back. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Plus, I knew people were camping, and I'm like, when you watch for, like, they have big plane events there. Everybody's kind of, like, camped up front. Well, they just kept driving down this, like, little driveway into the back. Cornfields are mowed over. They've been completely cleared, and there's this very big line of campers at the back, very back of the property, along the tree line. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is, like, an expansive place anyway i get in there i park i'm like four rows deep into this cornfield there's like two rows of campers and trailers and vendors and all that stuff a whole bunch of just cars and trucks and jeeps and stuff parking in the cornfields and there's like hundreds and hundreds of people already there and i'm getting there at like 9 a.m um i know they opened registration at like 7 a.m but they had an event the night before they called Purgatory, which is kind of a, a shorter timed race um, through a, a small section where you could kind of see where they did two laps. Um, kind of rock bouncer-ish if, you know, if you're into that scene, but it's like a two-lap thing. How fast can you do it? Um, but so we were there for a crawler event, which was also timed and points and all that kind of stuff. Um, but... Like I said, I get there, tons of people, and then I go through registration. I, you know, I'm running my VS410 Pro is where I decide I'm going to run. Um, I'm talking to people next to me. Um, this great group of guys were parked right next to me. They were super helpful. Um, one of the the son knew the channel and all that. Asked, "Hey, are you on YouTube?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he liked my mud truck, whatever. And I had to break it to him that I sold it, but um. Yeah, so <laughs> we go through all of this, and anyway, I'm talking to them. They're like, "Dude, you're gonna need like a a winch or one of these like DSM off road, you know, pull um, strap type things with hooks on it." And I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna have to go buy one." And the guy said, "Well, let me. I have an extra one. I'll sell it to you. You know, they're going for like ten or fifteen. I'll give it to you for ten. Best ten bucks I spent all weekend. That thing was first of all awesome." And two, you had to have it because this was not like your mother's crawling course in her backyard that she set up for you and it was super easy, you know, going over books and that stuff. This was hardcore, very difficult, lots of rocks. And the rocks aren't like packed with dirt and all that. You know, these are rocks that move and shift and just very, very difficult in spots. You're just banging your way through it. But the first one, I I went on the Orange Trail first, the very first obstacle in the set of gates you had to use like a winch or something because you needed something to pull the front end down so you didn't just like flip over 
Anyway, very, very cool course. Put together the whole event very well. Um, got to meet a bunch of cool new people here. I mean, the hobby is huge in Michigan. I mean, I know right from right away just from seeing this event and then talking about the other events that they have coming up, it's a big deal here. And there's so many RC groups I've found in Michigan so far and just things going on. There's RC, you know, indoor tracks. I found like three of them I could get to within, you know, a couple hours from here. So excited about that. Um, I ended up running my VS410 Pro in the, the first half, and then I wasn't going for time after the first half, so I just took my SCX103 on the second half, uh, the blue course. But both of them were just set up so well, and um, a lot of attention was paid to the clearing the trails, putting the markers down, um, building up stuff where there wasn't stuff as well um anyway just very very fantastic uh course uh so lawn dart motorsports guys really really killed it with uh all the work that you put into it um so i just want to get onto that i do want to get to some of your questions i don't know if i'm going to get to all of them in this podcast uh but i will be again at more events here in michigan you'll probably be seeing a lot of videos coming from walter rc park because it's so amazing um yeah They've got everything. You can just do so much. There's miles of trails in the woods back there. All right, so questions. Let's get to some of them. I asked you guys, responded, and so let's uh, let's talk about it. RC Amigos wants to know, should I modify my Claude or keep it stock? It's my only unicorn shelf queen. You need to modify that bad boy. You got to get rid of the steering and do on-axle steering. If nothing else, do that. Lock out the rear, or you don't even have to do dual servo, front and rear, but then you can control when you want to turn the rear servo on like the real trucks do. That's what I like to do with mine. Um, Other than that, you don't have to do a lot of modification, but um, there's some pretty good Jane Concepts uh, tires you can put on those wheels as well. Gold years. Uh, Ruby Doob asks, how good was the Typhon? To actually drive so he's referring to the tlr tuned typhon it's absolutely amazing uh, i ran it at um the horizon rc fest i only took it on the basher park that's more my style plus the racetrack was being used and it was busy most of the weekend so um it handled so good though in the air on the ground and i've got it I've got batteries charged. I'm hoping to take it back to Walter RC Park, which we've just talked about, and run it on their little track. It's not a big eight-scale track, but I just want to get kind of like the feel for it, doing the corners and kind of keeping laps. So we'll see. Um, Jaws1991 says, What bodies can I use on my LMT? It depends how much modification you're willing to do to the chassis. If you're willing to cut some of the metal off the front and back, there's a lot of options. Um, otherwise it's kind of limited for the, I guess the time being, but I think more bodies will be coming. Um, so it was RC for all has this question. Nope. Nope. That was uh jaws 1991 that asked that about the bodies. Greg Traxxas workshop says, what do you think of the uh, new Arma TLR? I think it's pretty amazing. I think it was very smart of them to make their buggy. They already have a basher buggy, so when they did the upgraded one to make it more of a race one instead of just a basher, smart. 
because it's tough enough to bash now, um, but it's also race ready, which is cool. Oh boy, RC for all. What do you enjoy doing outside of the RC hobby? Um, so outside of the RC hobby, I'm basically working or spending time with my family because the hobby literally takes up most of the extra free time between doing stuff like this, which is right now 12.35 a.m., and I'm trying to record this so it can be ready for sometime this week. Um, we have started fishing, so that's good, and I like my tractor. Just anything I can do on my tractor, I love to do. So, um, But, yeah, photography was a big thing I did, um, but I do a lot of video production, and so that kind of plays into work, but also the hobby as well. Um, but yeah, hang out with the, the kids, whatever they want to do. Dom Keyworth, new Traxxas cars or any new ones? Um, I'm guessing there's going to be a few new shades of Traxxas. Uh, I would love to see a Traxxas solid axle monster truck. I'm holding out for that. It's not worth doing anything else, Trax. Let's just get to the monster trucks and get it right. You do you do good RCs. We'd like to see it. I honestly don't know. Um, Dom Keyworth also says, interviews with companies you've done, Arma, so maybe Proline, Axial, or Traxxas. That'd be good. I need to reach out to some people. I'm not very good about that aspect of things. Um it's a lot of work to kind of reach out to people and try and arrange schedules. And again, this is 1230 at night. It's when I'm finding free time after a day of taking my kids to, um, in Holland, Michigan, they had basically a reenactment of, uh, one of the civil war battles. So we went to that during the day. We came back, we did some fishing. Um, I made some dinner early because of the whole civil war thing. We kind of ate early lunch anyway. Um, it's, it's just hard to schedule it all sometimes. So, and I never know what, what work's going to do as far as something coming down the line. Like we need this now. And if I have some schedule that kind of messes that up, um, uh, favorite RC that's trail trucking RC. My favorite RC that I own Right now, would probably be the Bari build. I just love running that thing right now. Um, partly because I don't have my Raminator, because it's at my mom's house. I need to get it still. Um, but the one that I drive the most would be the LMT. So, that's that. Oh. Question, moving on to the next one. I'm kind of just trying to roll through these kind of quickly. Uh, that Just Too Bright Ink wants to know, what are some chassis options for a Cloudbuster? Oh, man. Um, you're, you're putting me on the spot here. So first off, <laughs> J Concepts has one. It's great. I think it's amazing. The regulator, 
I would probably, if I had two race trucks and I had two of those, I would probably race two of those. There's a lot of custom ones out there that you can get. Um, I will say that CPE, Crawford Performance Engineering, has their time warp chassis that's been used by a ton of people. Um, I had two of them. Yeah, two of them. I gave one away. It wasn't because of the chassis, but I, I gave one away to somebody that was very deserving of it. Um, and it was a truck that I didn't race much because it was kind of, I'd bought it because I liked it. Um, anyway. Um, and then I had another one that was a USA one that I did really well with when I raced it. It was always a top contender. Uh, but I sold it back to the person I bought it from when I was moving here. Uh, because I just wanted to give him that option. He loved that truck, and so I sold it back. But the Time Warp chassis is very adjustable, lots of options for it, and something to look at when you're looking at um, other chassis. But the regulator's awesome as well. Those are kind of the two easy ones to get, um, easier ones to get. Sometimes they're sold out. But that's that's kind of where I would start. If you're looking for retro Cloudbuster chassis, if you're wanting race chassis, there's that that number goes up in infinitely. So, um, what platform are you going to post the podcast on? YouTube, I'm guessing. Uh, the podcast is typically not a video podcast. I do it a few times as video podcasts for certain ones that I want to kind of, you know, if there's interviews or whatever, I'll usually do that. And that's always the While My Batteries Charge podcast always goes on to the CCXRC Extras page uh, because it's not the kind of content that on my regular channel does well. Um, so it's kind of an extras thing. Uh, it's really meant to be an audio podcast for everybody at work that are just wanting to listen and not see. And so it actually gets kind of messed up when I start doing too much where I'm trying to show things on camera that I'm, I want you to look at and I'm pointing at or on uh, um, maybe I'm looking up a website and I want you to see and, and I'm talking about something on there that really screws it up for the people that are just able to listen while they're at work. And so this is very much for those people um, to be able to just be on a, you know, I don't know, a lawnmower or in a truck or whatever it is that they do where they can't necessarily keep YouTube open and watching. So that's, that's honestly who the, the um, podcast is for, and it's because people ask for it specifically, and so that's why we've been doing that. Um, so it goes on Podbean, but that sends it to Apple. It sends it to Spotify, I think. It's, I think Google and Amazon. It sends it to a lot of the top places. Try not to yawn. I'm getting tired. It's late. Um, how do you set the low battery alarm on your DX5R and telemetry? I don't. It's set to whatever it is, and it beeps at me a lot when I get a low battery. Um, typically you set it on your ESC, and then your ESC will tell you when it's got an issue. Everybody scaling wants to know my favorite toy as a kid. Now, there's a couple of them I remember very, very, very well. Um, my elf, alien life form, the brown dude, Gordon Shumway. I got 
early on when we started watching that, my, my parents got me it for Easter. And I remember it because we were at my grandma's house in Florida. And I got it. And um, we drove it around in her little three-wheel bike and the little front end, like the little uh, basket and all that. And do it. we were riding on two wheels, of course, as long as we could, which was multiple times around the block, actually. We were very, very skilled at it. Uh, but <laughs> so there was that. And then there was also a Garfield stuffed animal that was pretty awesome. Um, but then there's the, the Rancor from Star Wars. And that was one of my favorite. I still actually own it and have it. My kids have it and play with it as well as the elf doll. I don't know what happened to Garfield or Garfield. Um, but yeah, those are probably, I mean, we had Knight Rider. We kept that, um, my boys lost one of the doors for it, though. We kept it and kept it good. Um, Care Bears was kind of a thing that I don't like to tell people about. <laughs> about but I like Grumpy Bear a lot. Uh, USA 1 and Unicorn Smiley Faces. That's from Marco's Cake. So the last question was from uh, Everybody Scaling, which is Jeremy Griffith from Big Squid. He, he's into toys a lot. Uh, USA one and the unicorn. Yes. The new USA one from Kyosho is a unicorn. It's very hard to get your eyes on. They are out now. I can't get one here. I'm bumming. If I lived in Virginia, I'd have bought the ones, one of them at least from their, their stores in Virginia. Um, cause they get one for each of their stores. So I'm really not happy that I don't have one, but is what it is. I'll get one eventually. You look awesome. Uh, are you racing at the Beef Fest, Big Pimpin'? Um, nope. Beef Fest was this weekend. I'm in Michigan, and I was at the uh, Great Lakes Gauntlet. So, yeah, we moved. Not easy to get to Beef Fest. Oh, here's one. Nolly or Noli RC. Is there QC in the RC world? QCRC, quality control in the remote control world or radio control world. There is. Um, uh, it is very difficult now, I would say, in the COVID era of business to do the quality control that they did prior to COVID uh, just because of access. And I don't know if that's getting better yet or not. Um, but I do know from one one thing that I've seen where a product was kind of put on hold that was supposed to release, and they didn't release because they, they actually went in and opened all the boxes and changed out a part that was found to be um, not very good. So there is some um, trying to have quality control. Because honestly, no company wants to have a terrible product. Um, they're relying on a lot of people and a lot of things to get their idea from their head onto paper and have it drawn up right to work and then machined to the precision needed to make that idea in their head on paper work flawlessly. And so there's just a lot. Um, but yeah. There's definitely been some what went wrong with that one um, things that have happened. 
Uh, sideways zero eight, and this is the last question, actually. What RCs will we see in 2022? I know one of them that you'll see, but it's going to be the end of 2021. And I think it's going to blow some minds. Um, I know of a couple other things in the works that will probably be 2022, maybe 2023. Hmm. But I don't know. The ones that I don't know of that I would try to speculate on, I mean, if Traxxas is watching the Salad Axle thing, I would think that they're going to... They were watching the drag race scene. So I would hope that they're watching the monster truck scene and how well the LMT did when it came to market. And maybe be looking through their products. Same with Red Cat. Maybe a new ground pounder. They just did that new crawler using the Wendigo axles. Maybe they'll take those Wendigo axles and make a monster truck. I don't know. Um, These are questions I have. These are kind of things I'd like to see, I guess. Um, And I honestly still feel like Traxxas is missing the buggy market. Like they have the Bandit. It's been out forever. It's a two-wheel drive buggy. But like, Everybody wants four-wheel drive these days, especially entry-level um, because of it makes it the whole getting into the hobby process easier because you kind of feel more capable. Although it's misleading because if you actually learn to drive two-wheel drive, you'll be way better when you go to four-wheel drive. But that's a different story. But people want that instant power and being able to control speed right away and so four-wheel drive just really helps with that um but i don't know actually what's coming out in 2022 other than the one thing i know of in 2021 and actually two things so yeah we'll see anyway guys i don't have much else other than those kind of things we just talked about um i do have some more events coming up i have some videos to shoot and i have um A lot of content still from RC Fest to work on for you guys. So I hope you liking it because there's more of it coming. And there's another video to do from the Great Lakes Gauntlet. So we'll get to it here very soon, guys. Thanks for tuning in as always. We'll see you on the next While My Batteries Charge podcast. See you guys.